This episode of GT the Podcast is supported by Alcon. GT the Podcast is an editorially independent podcast produced by Brynmark Communications and supported with advertising from Airy Pharmaceuticals. This is Ike Ahmed. And I'm Arsham Shabani. And we want to welcome you to GT the Podcast. We're bringing this to you together with BMC and Glaucoma Today. To offer audible insights into current topics in glaucoma care. Presented by the authors of our latest, most read GT articles. Check it out. Welcome to GT the Podcast. In this episode, Dr. Jeremy Seitzman, Medical Director of the Francis I. Proctor Foundation at the University of California, San Francisco, recaps her article, drive through IOP Checks, from the September-October 2020 issue of Glaucoma Today. In this article, Dr. Seitzman outlines the details of the curbside IOP screening service she and her colleagues developed earlier this year after COVID-19 interrupted many patients' eye care services. Here's Dr. Seitzman. As with most ophthalmology practices, Eye care services at the University of California, San Francisco were interrupted significantly in the early spring 2020 by COVID-19. When the initial shutdown occurred, my colleagues and I reviewed a list of the appointments that had been canceled or delayed, and we identified patients who were at risk of vision loss if their eye pressure went unchecked during this time. We then developed a drive-through eye pressure clinic for these patients. We launched this clinic on April 6, 2020, and we mapped out a detailed protocol, equipped our staff with personal protective equipment, and instituted the use of a rebound tonometer, eye care, with disposable tips to conduct these eye pressure checks safely. Our protocol included three major steps. The first step is that our schedulers would call the patients by phone and outline the drive-through eye pressure screening service using a script that we provided them. Step two is that our schedulers then used our electronic health record system to send a message, which again reiterated the information and the protocol for entering the eye pressure clinic. Step three is that the patients drove to the site of the proctor clinic and met a doctor on site in the parking lot. Together, we predetermined a threshold value for eye pressure checks If the patient's eye pressure was less than the value, the patient simply drove away and later that day underwent a telehealth visit to discuss their assessment and management. Typically, this visit was performed the same day by phone or by video. However, almost always it was performed within the same week of the eye pressure measurement. If the eye pressure exceeded the preset threshold, then the patient was told to pull over and park. Within the next several minutes, the patient was escorted into our clinic for a more detailed examination that included the gold standard Goldman applination tonometry. When this drive-through high pressure clinic opened, many patients were so nervous about the idea of coming inside a medical office, so most were really enthusiastic about this offering. They appreciated not having to wait and being able to be screened in a safe and convenient manner. Fortunately, the weather in San Francisco presented no obstacle to executing the service. Prior to launching the service at the Proctor Foundation at UCSF, 
My colleagues and I were clear to emphasize that this drive-through eye pressure clinic was not intended to fine-tune long-term glaucoma management, where a fluctuation of one to four millimeters of mercury could make a difference. Rather, the goal of this drive-through eye pressure clinic was to screen patients who were at risk for eye pressure spikes, but otherwise were known to have healthy optic nerves. When a patient's eye pressure measured within a predetermined normal limit, we knew that the remainder of their visit could be safely and successfully managed by telemedicine, so we used it as a triage tool. At the Proctor Foundation, we see many patients who have uveitis and who are on long-term regimens of topical steroid therapy. We also see many patients with chronic external diseases, including atopic conjunctivitis, graft-versus-host disease, and ocular rosacea. These patients also often require long-term treatment with suppressive steroid drops and must be screened for a potential eye pressure response. Of course, all ophthalmic patients require a slit lamp examination for careful monitoring. But at the height of the COVID-19 shutdown, Innovative solutions for patient care were required while we were determining the best processes for safely resuming in-person visits. At times, we've been asked to address a few concerns regarding this protocol. First, some have noted that eye pressure readings could be affected by patients turning their heads toward the car window. And second, some have questioned whether the accuracy of the eye care tonometer is equivalent to that of standardized applination tonometry. Although practice is required for reliable use of the eye care device, rebound tonometry has been shown to be an accurate screening tool, and our team is familiar with its use. Further, if we thought that a patient's optic nerve could suffer from a slight change in eye pressure due to a turned head, or if the device's range of error was significant enough, we would not consider that patient to be a candidate for the drive-through eye pressure clinic. This was a screening service that was designed for patients who were well-known to our clinic and for whom a potential steroid-induced eye pressure spike was a clinical concern. Patient visits to the drive-through eye pressure clinic were limited to a two-hour block of time once a week and scheduled every five to 10 minutes to optimize efficiency and our PPE use. Providers dressed in personal protective equipment, including N95 masks, eye protection, and gloves, met the patient in the parking lot. The patients arrived by car, they remained in their vehicles, and held their identification up to a closed window. If required, a surgical mask was provided to the patient. Performing tonometry with a non-contact rebound tonometer eliminated the need for anesthetic eye drops. The tonometer was disinfected, and all single-use items were disposed of and replaced after each patient encounter. If a patient's eye pressure exceeded the predetermined threshold value, he or she was asked to park and enter the clinic for further examination, including application tonometry. Threshold values of concern vary based on clinical circumstances. Either the treating physician indicated the threshold value for a specific patient's care, or a general threshold of 28 millimeters of mercury was set for patients who are known to us to have healthy optic nerves. If a patient's eye pressure was within normal limits, he or she could depart and participate in a follow-up telehealth visit to discuss further management. Early in the fall of 2020, two major events affected the Proctor Foundation and our drive-through eye pressure clinic. First, 
We, like many other clinics, established physical distancing guidelines and waiting room restrictions for ambulatory visits, and we transitioned back to a mostly regular schedule of seeing patients indoors. Second, our clinic moved to a new building. Whereas our former building had a big private parking lot that was amenable to the circular flow of a drive-through eye pressure clinic, our new building is located in a more crowded city area. However, if the number of local COVID-19 cases spike again and we need to restrict our outpatient visits again, we are prepared to quickly re-implement our drive-through eye pressure service. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of GT The Podcast. If you have any feedback or topic suggestions, find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter. And stay tuned for more hot topics in glaucoma care, coming up on GT The Podcast.